Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, June 16th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Some Missouri Republicans are worried a crowded GOP primary could complicate efforts to hold every statewide office after the 2020 election. Others believe a big primary is a good thing. We don't need some unknown group in a black back room filled with black smoke deciding who our senator is going to be. I have faith in the people and I think it's going to turn out just fine. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines the Missouri U.S. Senate contest. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones says her plan for an initial infusion of federal pandemic aid will help right historic wrongs in the city. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on the mayor's priorities for the $80 million. Jones wants to spend the majority of the money on economic relief. That includes help making rent payments and direct cash assistance. But there is also funding for violence prevention programs, broadband expansion, and shelter and services for the city's homeless. The new federal funds only last until the end of 2024. Many of Jones's programs are meant to run beyond that. She isn't concerned about finding the money to keep them going. What we hope will happen is that this initial investment will work so well that people will come back to the city, increase our tax revenue, and therefore we'll be able to keep funding these programs. The board that oversees city spending and the aldermen have to approve the use of the money. I'm Rachel Lippman. St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri is limiting the ability of local governments to implement public health restrictions during a pandemic. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports some public health experts say the law, signed yesterday by Governor Mike Parson, could put lives at risk. Missouri counties and towns will only be able to issue orders that restrict access to businesses, churches, and schools for 30 days when the governor declares a public health emergency. Without it, they can impose restrictions for 21 days. Local officials can only extend those orders if a city or county council approves. Elvin Gang is an infectious disease professor at Washington University. He says Parsons' order could reduce the local control that's vital during public health emergencies. It is appropriate that local jurisdictions should have the ability to make decisions that are best for those jurisdictions. Gang says local restrictions in St. Louis and St. Louis County saved hundreds of lives. The bill also prohibits governments from requiring customers to prove they're vaccinated to use public transportation or other services. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis officials plan to move all inmates out of the medium security institution known as the workhouse by the end of the week. They will be moved to the downtown city justice center. Officials say they will use part of the workhouse as a detention facility if the downtown jail is overcrowded with inmates. Some say the city is moving too quickly to close the workhouse. Others add an overcrowded downtown jail will be unsafe. Jeff Hans is a union representative for correctional officers. I am begging and pleading with this legislative body to demand a pause on the closure of MSI until CJC is actually fully functional and safe for our citizens to be detained. Workhouse inmates and advocates have long called for that jail to be closed. Members of the Illinois Senate are leaving Springfield without a vote on major energy and climate legislation. The measure would have put Illinois on the path to 100 percent renewable energy by 2050. Forcing coal-fired power plants to shut down by 2035 remains the issue preventing the energy deal from moving forward. State Senator Christina Castro, a Democrat, believes a deal will get done 
eventually. You know, we're ready and willing to come back. We're going to continue to meet as a working group and, you know, we'll, we'll land this plane. And we also need our friends, um, you know, both labor and enviros to also work with us to land that plane. Environmental groups and Governor J.B. Pritzker's office had a tentative agreement to allow coal-fired power plants to remain open until 2045 if they could capture more than 90 percent of their emissions. But that technology does not exist yet. Missouri Republicans have a chance next year to sweep all statewide offices, something that seemed unthinkable a decade ago. A crowded field for a U.S. Senate primary is complicating that goal. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. During the final hours of the Missouri Republican Party's Lincoln Days celebration in Kansas City Sunday, party activist Cecilia S. Johnson summed up the party's status in the state quite nicely. Even though the national GOP is on the outside looking in with Democrats in the White House and controlling Congress, Missouri Republicans are in a position to expand their reach. We as a party are feel defeated, beat down, kicked down. And you know that may be so for a little while, because, and that's okay. But I assure you, we are not finished. The GOP has become the clear majority party in Missouri, harnessing appeal in rural areas and conservative suburbs into four straight victorious election cycles. Missouri Republican Party Chairman Nick Myers believes that his party could potentially hold all of the state's statewide offices after 2022, but only if the GOP doesn't get overconfident. So we will not be complacent, and uh, neither should we be complacent. One of the reasons Missouri Republicans aren't necessarily letting their guard down is the uncertainty in the contest to succeed U.S. Senator Roy Blunt. Four GOP candidates have announced their entry into the race, and three of them, Vicki Hartzler, Eric Schmidt, and Mark McCloskey, spent Lincoln Days making the case that they should be the nominee. So I've been there in Washington for 11 years now fighting for our values and getting things done for Missourians. I think if you look and see who's actually you know, taking action, uh, that's certainly a strong suit for us. My uh, uh, decision to join the ranks of civil servants is 22 days old, so I can't be more of an outsider than that. Some Republicans are nervous about the expanding field primarily because it could give someone like former Governor Eric Greitens a better shot at winning. Greitens skipped Lincoln Days to be in Arizona for a controversial audit of presidential votes and also to go to the border with Mexico. He's trying to appeal to voters loyal to former President Donald Trump, but could be vulnerable in a general election because of the scandal that brought down his governorship. But others like U.S. Representatives Billy Long and Jason Smith aren't really worried about that. Both men are considering getting into the U.S. Senate race, and Smith says he's not concerned that a large field will lead to a de facto Greitens victory. If I get in, I won't lose. I will win if I get in. Um, and I have no rush to, to decide. One person who could allay Missouri GOP fears of a Greitens primary victory is Donald Trump. He could possibly endorse someone other than Greitens and in turn hurt the former governor's candidacy. But Long, who, like Smith, is close with the former president, isn't sure if Trump will actually pick a favorite in Missouri. I don't know that he endorses. He may. He may not. I'd love to have his endorsement, just like everyone would. Other GOP activists and officials are closely watching what U.S. Senator Josh Hawley does. He was one of the most sought-after politicos at Lincoln Days. And once the crowd subsided, 
Holly told me that it's still pretty early in the 2022 election season and that much can change between now and when the primary actually happens in August 2022. And then I want to see us hold this seat. And my number one priority is to make sure that we get a great candidate and we win in November 2022. And the reason that's so important, Jason, is I believe Republicans will take back the Senate in 22, but we can't do it without Missouri. Holly has been talking with Trump about the U.S. Senate race, but he demurred when asked if he was telling the former president to steer clear of endorsing Greitens. It's no secret that Greitens and Holly have had an adversarial relationship, to put it mildly. Well, I don't ever, I never give the former president advice. I will say that uh, I think former President Trump is he understands the importance of this race in Missouri. He's been very, very interested in it. He's been very keyed on it. Um, he's been watching the candidates who get in. I think a number of them have been down to see him at Mar-a-Lago or elsewhere. Missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, who decided against running for the U.S. Senate race after Blunt announced his retirement, says Republicans nervous about the consequences of a crowded primary are missing a key point. It's not a bad thing for Republican voters to have choices. We don't need some unknown group in a black back room filled with black smoke deciding who our senator is going to be. I have faith in the people and I think it's going to turn out just fine. And unless Missouri Democrats can climb out of their electoral hole, Republican primary voters next August are likely to be the key decision makers in determining who will represent the state in the Senate. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.